What is this? A crossover episode? Welcome into a special crossover edition of the Commitment Issues podcast and uh, the Godfather and Woody podcast. Crossover. <laughs> what is this? A crossover episode? It's from BoJack Horseman. You ever? Never. Is that, that's a young thing, right? <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix, but it'll be BoJack Horseman and Mr. Peanut Butter when they see each other. Does thing. Netflix that streaming thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Mike and I are in New York. Oh, this is Mike Farrell, I should say. Hi. I'm Woody Womack, in case you're on the, listening to this on uh, Mike's podcast feed. And we're hanging out in New York for signing day. We're recording this podcast in the studio as we do a million videos that you can watch. Stare at the back of Dave Barry's. That's right. You can watch the videos on Rivals.com. Head. YouTube. Yeah. Insta. In- Instagram if Dave will send me the video files. I've heard Insta. Um, yeah, so. Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah. Did you mention Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Twitter. So, Mike, we got T minus, what, 36 hours? Can we get going? Yeah, something like that. Let's start at the top. Okay, I'm going to pull up the Rivals 100, and we're going to go over the most dramatic people. Justin Flo has to be number one, right? No, well, Birch or Flo? Jordan Birch or Justin Flo? So, we're let's not let's do it this way. I, I, said, I sort of did this in fact or fiction. Which one of these guys is the most unpredictable? And, you know, Jordan Birch was thought to be because could, could he go to Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia, LSU, who knows? But, man, Flo now, it's two schools, USC and Oregon, but nobody knows what he's going to do. Well, so, okay, we can't do this as much on the video show, but we can talk about it here. If he called Clemson and said, I want to come, they would say no. Is that what we think? That's what we think. I mean, that sounds insane. I don't know whether they don't feel he's a fit <clears throat> now that they've got Trenton Simpson or if they're full linebacker or if they're holding on to scholarships. You know, the t- Clemson classes are always tight. They're never 28-player classes. You know, they're always 20, 21, 22, very consistent. And Dabo's very meticulous about what he does. That's why you don't see... <clears throat> a lot of Clemson decommitments and things like that. So now if I'm Clemson and I'm Brent Venables and Justin Flo calls, says they want to come, I, I, I'm not telling Dabo. I'm just saying sign right. I'll Clemson, t- and I'll tell him Thursday. And I'll tell my son, yeah, you're walking on. <laughs> <laughs> because, that could happen. Because I, I need a yeah. spot. Right. You can blue shirt uh, Tyler. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, it's pretty weird to me that given – how good of a player flow is, how we've seen the guys from California leave, and how much there were. I mean, it was like, you know, for a while there, it looked like he was going to Georgia. It looked like he was, And, of course, we had him locked in for Clemson for probably five months, six months. Mm-hmm. But, again, a lot of these guys do this. <clears throat> you know, Iman Marshall, Adore Jackson. Remember Adore Dak- Jackson was going to go to Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Because he had family in Chicago. Yeah, I remember people reporting that. Uh, Iman Marshall took all his official visits. I mean, on and on. These guys, West Coast guys, take visits and then usually end up at home. The difference is home this time, USC, is not very attractive. You know, he'd be joining a, a recruiting class that's the lowest ranked in the history of rivals. So... All right, let's move down the list. Let's talk Jordan Birch. So for those of you who don't know, Jordan Birch, six foot six, 250, 260, 270, whatever you want to say, defensive lineman from South Carolina, has never done an interview with rivals, ever. I've spoken to him once. Right. I've talked to him a couple. I mean, at Future 50 last January. But he didn't do any interviews there, right? No, but I talked to him. I, like, said hi, and he said hi back. So when I went to his game, 
he came up and I was like, Woody, you know, and like right. we were all chatting and we would DM for a while and then Mama came at you yeah. with a shoe, right? Yeah, gone. gone <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, so nobody knows what he's doing. We saw Eric Gilbert shock everybody and go to LSU. You seem to think he's going to Georgia. That's just your gut. That's the Mike Farrell. It's a Kirby Smart last visit gut guess. I've been doing this for 15 freaking years or 23 freaking years. Do you remember where that quote's from? No. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Josh was, we were arguing about Najee versus Cam Akers. Uh, oh. And Josh said he'd been doing it for 15. Did he say 15 freaking years? Yeah. Well, so. I can always trump him on that. <laughs> and I, I, we were, listen. Najee's going to be a better pro, and I think he's going to be drafted higher. Better than Cam? Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's going to be drafted higher? I do. You Dave, watch. You watch. Dave Barry? Oh, not, he's not listening. Najee's going to be drafted ahead of Cam Akers. You watch. I agree, yeah. Najee's yeah. more athletic. He'll be a better pro. Yep. All right, we'll see. More athletic? More athletic, niftier, shiftier. Who, okay, who do you think is going to run faster at the combine? Najee. No way. Yep. No way. All right, we'll bet. I don't okay. know what we're betting. Jelly beans, M&M's, whatever I, other <laughs> sugar we've been shoving down our fat throats all day. <laughs> pumpkin bread? Pumpkin bread. We've got a lot of pumpkin <laughs> bread in this room. I think Birch is going to South Carolina or Clemson. And I, I have a feeling Clemson might have him in the bag. I just, I have no inside info there. You know what? I should ask, uh, I just thought of someone I should ask. And I will ask him. You can't ask one of the schools because they all think they're getting them. Yeah, well, I am a, you know. I just thought of someone. I haven't asked mm. this whole time, but I can well, ask. Well, here's the thing. Clemson makes the most logical sense. It's an in-state school. He's tight with his family. They've, you know, had that great defensive line class recently. But recruiting doesn't make sense sometimes. And sometimes kids want to get away, but not too far away. And listen, Clemson's won two national championships. I, I, if he chooses Clemson, I'm not going to be shocked. If he chooses South Carolina, I'll be shocked. All right. Keely Ringo. Number 10. Georgia. Right. You think he's going to Georgia? Going to he's going to Georgia. Do you think... I think he might be better suited to stay out west. You know, from a personality standpoint. You know, he should go. Where? Arizona State? Yeah. <laughs> Play for Herm? He would kill there. Herm would coach him up so much. And we'd be looking at a kid who's a surefire first-round draft pick in a couple of years. Now, we're probably going to see that at Georgia, Texas. Oregon, wherever he goes, but man, in state, Arizona State, he never gave him a look. No, he didn't. Either. He didn't look at him at all. No, so which is fine. I mean, you know, I'm not saying where you should go, but it's just Herm Edwards is a natural fit. I don't, you know, I I personally think some guys like Kayvon Thibodeau, a perfect example. Dave Barry thought he was terrible. Nine sacks, um, Dave Barry, <laughs> as a freshman. Right, but had he gone to Alabama or Georgia, I mean, nah. he probably wouldn't even been playing. Right no, because Nolan Smith got, you know, spot time at Georgia, and he's that type of hybrid guy in Georgia's defense. And Alabama, I mean, they had a lot of injuries, but... I just think no. He he. I mean, Oregon was it. He was going right. to play from day one. I just think certain guys, certain personalities. So I'm not saying Ringo won't be successful if he goes to Georgia. I mean, he's a freak. He'd, he'll be fine. He's got if that he dog goes to in Georgia, him. he'll be fine. Well, here's what's going to happen. Even if he has a mediocre career, he's going to go out there, pop off a four three two. Oh yeah. At 210 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's going to go nuts. He's so fast. He's so fast. So the combine, he'll blow up. And, you know, so, I mean, even if he has a mediocre career, it's like Rashawn Gary at uh, Michigan. Average career, he's playing linebacker in the NFL. Linebacker. 
That's how athletic defensive tackle freaky yeah, that yeah. kid is. So, you know, Ringo will be fine no matter where he goes. All right, next on our list, Darnell Washington. Ringo's not announcing until the All-Star game, allegedly. Darnell Washington, number 17 player in the country, five-star. Tennessee fans think they got him in the bag. Yeah. Georgia seems super confident, though. Georgia seems very confident. Alabama's confident. And, and confidence has risen out of the Alabama side of things in recent weeks. So you got to wonder what they're hearing from the kid. But I don't know. I, I think Georgia. All right. You notice the school that all these kids are visiting? Well, not all of them, but Miami. And none of them are even Do you think, linked. Yeah, are people just taking trips? I don't, no, I mean, I think Miami does a good job attracting, you know, these kids. I mean, Miami's tight end tradition is, is excellent. Uh, they've got a connection at Bishop Gorman. You know, Flo, obviously, big fan of Ray Lewis. And, you know, I mean, I think there's connections that these kids see. But then they get to Miami and they see the facilities. And then they compare them to every place else. And they're like, hmm. And that's <laughs> Miami's problem. I think they're so, the, you know, the, the camp, the campus is so far from the stadium. The uh, facility is bad. Yeah, the facilities aren't, aren't uh, ideal. It's a pro city. The, 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 there's Canes fans out there, no doubt, and they're rabid, but there aren't enough of them. Even in their heyday, that <laughs> stadium wasn't full. Yeah, I don't remember. They're USC East. Oh, wow, shots fired. Yeah, they just <laughs> don't have, they don't have the fan base that kids really want to. You know, you go to Oregon, and you're going through, what, cryotherapy, uh, pods, and, you know, <laughs> shuttles to the moon, and, and all this other stuff, and then you go to the stadium, it's packed, and it's loud, and then you go to Miami, and you see old facilities, and uh, you go to the stadium, and it's like half full. So, you know, kids get into that stuff. They're very much into it. But, I mean, they did a good job getting Flo and Washington on campus for official visits. But it's just kind of interesting that Miami's involved with both of them, and we're not even giving them a chance at either. Right. No, they're not even, not even mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, last five-star. We won't go down. This will be it for our five-star five discussion. Zach Evans, we think he's going to LSU. I mean, we could just say it. But there's been all types of drama. and I, would it, He's supposed to be graduating early. Would it shock you if it was... Would it shock you if he was in the transfer portal by August? <laughs> we thought about putting a transfer portal ranking out there for certain kids because you just know that they have a, a really good chance of being in the portal. Um, People would be mad if we did that. Oh, God. They're mad listening to this. <laughs> There's a big boomer bust factor here. And I've talked to colleges about Zach Evans, and they've said the same thing. He's either going to be great or he's not going to make an impact. Um, and, and that's just kind of the way it is with some kids. So he's got all the talent in the world. It's, it's all about how much he wants it and how much he dedicates himself to it and how willing he is to be, to be patient. I mean, you know, a lot has to be said for Najee Harris, the number one player in the country, waiting his turn, you know, and seeing, you know, gets there, Derrick Henry is the Heisman winner. And then Josh Jacobs becomes the guy who's a first rounder. And then, you know, this year he wasn't a big part of the offense until Tua went down. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said about being patient. And uh, I'm not sure if Zach Evans is that guy if he's not, you know, the man right away at LSU. All right, so a couple other topics I want to talk to you about. Have you seen this mini beef that's going on between Georgia Tech and Georgia right now? 
No, but I can't imagine what the beast would be. <laughs> okay, so, you know, since Jeff Collins took over at Georgia Tech, he's been doing this whole Waffle House 404, the culture, yeah. or Atlanta, etc., right? Yeah. So a picture surfaced of a couple kids on a visit at Georgia, and I'm trying to find it so I can show it to you so you can see it, of people being like, why are they... Yeah, it's, a, it's a picture. It actually has the Waffle House. It has the whole Atlanta vibe. The varsity. Oh, here it is. It's got I-85. Welcome to Atlanta. This is in Athens. Peach Tree. Mm-hmm. It's got the Trap House. The Varsity. Okay, these are all the things. Ba- I mean, yeah. the Varsity is like right across the street from Georgia Tech Stadium, right. right? Been there once. Okay, so Jeff Collins has been on a mad <laughs> retweeting spree, retweeting people making fun of this, right? Then, today, Danny Stiff, what a name, huh? That's a good name. God, it'd be awkward if that was my last name, huh? Woody Stiff, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> um, he works at Tennessee, Assistant Director of Player Personnel. And he's trolling. He says, welcome to Atlanta, with a screenshot of Google Maps showing that it's an hour and 21 minutes away. Uh, and look who retweeted it. Jeff Collins. Jeff Collins. Yeah. Well, what? listen, Coach Collins done a good job recruiting at Georgia Tech. And he's got to do whatever he can take, you know, to shots fired at. You like the beef? It's not a beef. Georgia is it. Georgia Tech is not in the state. And that's the way it's been forever. Right. It's just the way it is. I mean, Calvin Johnson went there, and that's probably the last head-to-head victory they've had over Georgia. For, I don't remember that. What was for that? For a recruit. What was that like back in the day? I don't remember that. I mean, he was the top 50 player in the country. And, he had a real good relationship with the staff at Georgia Tech and, you know, felt like that would be the place to go and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, when you look in the history of Georgia Tech recruiting, one four-star a year is good. <laughs> so Collins has done a good job. Yeah. I mean, they've got a pretty good class. But, you know, the on-field, the adjustment to what they were and what they will be is so hard. I mean, it's going to take him a few years before he's even competitive in the ACC. It's but, a good beef, though. I mean, it's, no, it's fine. Fun. It's cute. Hey, Will Greer starting this week for the Panthers. Did you know that? What happened to Kyle Allen? He got his career's over. Yeah. <laughs> he looked good, and we started crowing about his five stars, and now he stinks. Hey, we had a, we've had a week or two. Will Greer. <laughs> Near five-star himself. Mm-hmm. He's too little. He was, yeah, but do you remember... He was up yeah, there with the Gervin Dexter. Quarterback was. Um, what was that other quarterback? We saw them both at the same VTO Atlanta camp. Oh yeah, yeah. No, was it VTO? It was VTO. Wasn't that's it? how long ago it was. Well, him and Deshaun Watson were at the same rivals. Wasn't camp. him Jacob something? Oh, Jacob Park. Yeah. Was it Jacob Park? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jacob Park went to Georgia, and he transferred no. to Iowa State. They were, they were in that same... I don't think it was Jacob Park. It was some other dude. I can't remember his name. And he, 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 he was horrible. He ended up doing nothing. But they were very similar in stature, and uh, maybe it was Jacob Park. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was, because we... They, they were, were both small guys, and they stood out young, and then career got better. And because that was the same year we had, uh, we had Mason Rudolph. Was yeah, it was huge. Well, and him versus Jacob Park was a huge in debate in South Carolina. With, uh, it was Jacob Park. Yep. The guy right. who used to work there, remember? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember those two because we, we, we didn't know who either of them was when they showed up. And yep. They were both from out of state, and they were at the VTO Georgia, and we're like, who are these guys? And 
Will Greer turned out to be good. Jacob Park did not, and uh, the rest is history. Rudolph was good. We moved Rudolph way up at the end, so he ended up being a four, right? Yeah. Yeah, ahead of ahead of uh, the aforementioned Jacob Park. So um, anyway, uh, not a whole lot. It's quiet right now. Do you feel that? Do you feel like I, there's not a lot of? Yeah, but there's so many kids on Flip Alert. Like we were on that group text message last night, and how many kids did we mention that could flip? I mean, there were dozens and dozens of them. Now, whether they will flip or not, I don't know. Um, what the heck is this? What? Oh, this mm-hmm. SB Nation thing that sent us? SB Nation cutting ties. But, oh, forget it. I, don't, I can't concentrate on this stuff. You, get, you got Rob Cassidy sent you his pro-communist... Uh, I don't want to get him upset because he gets very upset. He doesn't ever listen to this podcast. We make fun of him. When he's not on it, we make fun of him every episode. I don't listen to the, the Godfather and Gorney one either. We haven't done one in a month. We just stopped Oh, you caring. haven't? Yeah, we stopped caring. What happened? We're just lazy. I blame Dave Barry. He's our producer. He doesn't get us together. He doesn't get us on the phone. He doesn't say, chop, chop, let's get one done. Yeah, I I've had one person say they miss it. Really? On yeah. Twitter or something? Yeah, I don't know who that person is. All right, so that's your that's your mini preview because, I mean, we can't spend too much time talking about this stuff because it's going to be old news yeah. in less than uh, But we do have a couple of interviews. We did do these on video. We're going to put the audio on here. First is Bryce Young, five-star quarterback, going to Alabama. Did you see Mac Jones is like 7-1 to one in the opening Heisman odds next year? You know, that's not bad. I mean, they got but Waddle coming back. Do you think Max Devonta gonna... Smith said he's coming back? He did. Yeah. To play next year. Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. see that coming. So Ruggs is gone. Judy and Judy's gone, and then they'll have obviously whatever freshman that come in there that dominate immediately. I mean, he's going to have weapons. Trey Sanders. They have a lot Trey, of weapons. Trey Sanders' breakout year is going to be the year next year. Maybe. And uh, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of weapons there for him to work with. He's a capable quarterback. He's like the old style Alabama quarterback. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. The, the Greg McElroy type, you know, don't make any mistakes. Don't screw it up. I assumed he was going to transfer. <laughs> like I assumed. Oh no, he did come out with that thing where it was confusing. I want to thank Coach Saban and all that yeah, stuff. And it looked like he was going to transfer, but he was just happy to graduate. So. Well, so he has graduated. So if something were to happen where he loses the job to our next guest, Bryson, he could transfer later. But uh, I think he's played well enough in yeah. these three or four games that Coach Saban feels comfortable kind of handing him the keys. So. Yeah. No, I think they'll get back to a little bit more of their old style. You know, run first and ball control and control the clock. They won't sling it around as much as they did with Tua, but I think he's a serviceable quarterback. But, listen, Adrian Martinez was third or fourth on some Heisman list last year. <laughs> really was. Yeah. So you can't explain this stuff. Sometimes. He's no Mackenzie Milton, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's going to wrap it up. I'm going to add in first Bryce Young, then Gervin Dexter, who... Who was awesome. Yeah, who was pretty cool. Florida commit. Uh, so you can listen to those. Please watch our videos. If you listen to these podcasts, just go watch our videos. Just go watch them. We flew all the way up here. I haven't got any sleep. I'm tired. I took a train for three hours. Yeah, why do you take the train again? Because you can't drive into Manhattan. Can't. It's just impossible. There's no airport by your house, or what? Yeah, I could fly in, but you saw. I mean, Dave Barry and, and Derek did LaGuardia, and there was an $80 Uber. Yeah, that's what I did, too. So there's no point. 
Where do you get off? Grand Central Station? Uh, Penn Station. I'd love the idea of you walking through one of those. Do you get like a hot dog or? I, w I get go through Grand, Grand Central a lot. I Actually, what I do is I just try to avoid eye contact with anybody <laughs> because they're all like lunatic bums that want money. <laughs> or they're singing or they're talking to themselves or something. So I'm just like, no hot dog for me. Just get the hell out of there. Get up on the ground floor and get my Uber. Alejandro was my Uber guy last night. Had trouble finding me, but it all worked out. Do you good. have you ever taken money out of your wallet and thrown it into like an empty guitar never, case? Never, <laughs> never, not in a million years. Never. No, not gonna. I don't care if they're all, listen. What? They're all liars. Right? Oh, what? What are they lying about? They're just playing music. Veteran. Okay. All right. Veteran. Let's not get into an anti-homeless <laughs> rant here. <laughs> Sound like Friedman. One time Friedman was like going on a rant about homeless people, and he said, "Although there was a guy last night who was playing uh, singing Everlast." Uh, Which one? Uh, oh, what's the song? The way. Oh man. What it's like. Yeah. What it's like. And he was good. He was like 80 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, it was good rendition, but there was absolutely no money going into his uh, guitar case. Because he'll just say, he'll try to mug me or something. I'm very fragile. <laughs> I come from Broadbrook, <laughs> Connecticut. You know, I gave a guy $5 the other night. Just because it's near Christmas, I start to feel, oh. I get soft. I'm softer now. I'm not. I get I get softer on Christmas time. So, mm -hmm. all right, we're gonna have those two interviews, and then Mike and I might do another another one of these uh, crossover episode uh, podcasts. I'm gonna pull up some audio. I'm gonna do a little producing here, Dave Barry, and find this uh, audio of Mr. Peanut Butter, and uh, put it at the beginning of this episode. Who's Mr. Peanut Butter? He's on BoJack Horseman that I have referenced earlier. Oh. <laughs> what is this, a crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Good, good luck with that. Listen to those interviews. Bernie's gonna be jealous. Watch our videos. Gordy's yeah. really Sorry, Dog. Gordy and I will do a crossover. Hey, he and I will do a crossover from San Antonio. A three-way. How about a three-way with Josh? I will not be jealous whatsoever. I couldn't care less. <laughs> All right. I'll be with Friedman. Okay, Bryce Young, take it away. And uh, subscribe to both of our podcasts. Leave us some reviews. Woody Womack and Mike Farrell here in this lovely Manhattan. Manhattan, big, downtown, Big Apple. Yeah, big couple of big city guys here. We're joined on the phone right now by five-star quarterback Bryce Young, Alabama commit. Bryce, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh, man, we're great to be hearing from you. We were we were nervous. Rumors floating around all over. But Bryce Young might be flipping to USC at the last minute. Can you put those to rest for us right now before we get started? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, <clears throat> rumors have kind of been – a big part of the recruiting process, especially when it's come to me, and um, I haven't even been able to follow the ones that are going on. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to to be able to go up to Tuscaloosa in a few weeks to sign on Wednesday and and, and ready to get the recruiting process um, over and finished, and be able to start working towards building a career in college. Are you paying close attention? To what's going on with Tua? Especially, you know, there's been some rumors he might come back. Uh, you, uh, how close are you monitoring that situation? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it, it's definitely something that I'm looking after, but I I feel like regardless of of what Tua chooses to do, I, I still feel like Alabama's the the best situation for me, and and um, it's where I'm excited to to, to um, you know to be at in a few weeks. Uh, I haven't I, I just like you guys, I'm not sure what what Tua is gonna do or, or what his plan is, but whatever it is, um, you know I'm I'll you know whatever it is, I'll support him and 
I'll still feel like Alabama is, is the best situation for me. Now Bryce, let's talk about the ranking process. Um, obviously, you've been on the radar for quite a bit. We had you as a four-star. There were questions about size and all that other stuff. How, how much did you follow that? And, and now that you're the number three player in the country, I believe, um, you know, what is that? Does that is there any sort of feeling of, of accomplishment from that? I mean, a little bit. Um, you know, for me, I, I never was really big on, on following my my rankings as far as. You know, I, I know there's always movement. I'll go up, I'll go down. I wasn't really big on, on following that stuff. Um, I felt like I can really control what I can control and try to keep getting better and improving. And, you know, everyone, you guys and all recruiting sites are, you know, all entitled to your own opinion. And, and it's your job to kind of make changes and, and to go off feeling and stuff like that. So I was never really big on, on monitoring it or following my um, my rankings. I recently learned I, I got moved up. And, I, I mean, thank you. It, it's definitely an honor. It's definitely um, a blessing. But at the same time, you know, in, in – in two weeks when I'm in Tuscaloosa, no one's going to care whether I was uh, one overall or a thousand. It's, it's a blank slate. It doesn't matter. I have to earn everything again. So really for me, it's just going in the college with that mentality of knowing that there's nothing that's promised, nothing that's given. I have to earn everything. Who do you get compared to the most? Is it Kyler Murray? Um, I'd probably say people compare me the most to, to Russell Wilson. Um, Kyler Murray sometimes too, um, which I mean, those are – uh, you know, people with amazing who have had amazing careers and continue to have amazing careers. So it's definitely a, a honor to be able to be compared to those guys. But um, you know, for me, I feel like kind of my favorite quarterback and who I try to pattern my game after is Aaron Rodgers. Um, I definitely love aspects of of, of especially Russell Wilson's game and, and some other guys in the league, and including Kyler Murray. But um, you know, I, I I'd say I get compared the most to probably Russell. You know, Mike ranked Russell as a two star. Did you know that, Bryce? Excuse me, what did you say? I said Mike ranked Russell Wilson as a two-star. Did you know that? Wow. Mike, Mike. Listen, Bryce, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to defend myself a little bit here. Nobody wanted <laughs> Russell. Uh, they were going to move him to wide receiver. It was, what, 2000 and – It was a different era. We it was in 2008, and, uh, you know, short quarterbacks were really discriminated against back then, but we are in a new era. So don't don't listen to Woody. You just talk smack all the time. Just compare yourself to that that giant that you played against this year, DJ Guangalele. Did I get it right? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, yeah, I have a I have a tremendous amount of respect for DJ. Um, you know, obviously he's had a he's had a, an amazing career. I played him multiple times, and uh, a, a lot of respect for him. Um, as a player and what he can do on the field, but also him off the field. Um, that's something that doesn't get a lot of shine. It, it, um, he's extremely humble. Some of it's very hardworking. I had the chance to work with him um, in the off season. Kind of had some, some mutual trainers. You know, been into the, 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 the same circle for a while, being you know playing SoCal football. Uh, someone who I, I have a lot of respect for. Easy question. Who wins in a race between you and DJ? <laughs> uh, I, I think I might take that one. All right, tougher question. Who wins in a fight? Who wins in a fight? Wow, yeah. you guys are really trying to start stuff, huh? Well, not not really. Cause he's going to be playing in the national championship game pretty soon, so I might as well start it now. Who wins in a fight? Come on. Do you think oh, your, your leverage can you get him, or uh, I mean, he gets too big? No, that that that's my guy. It would never get to that. Never get to that. Well, we're going to see these guys in the national. Well, yes, yeah. we know that. Yeah. So. It was just two years ago we had Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields kind of in the position that you guys were head head for the number one quarterback spot, and now they're playing each other. Have you guys, since you are friends, have you ever talked about, you know, the potential of 
you know, maybe meeting at uh, the next level in a high-level game like we've seen Clemson, Alabama do over the past few years? Um, we personally haven't talked about it, but, um, you know, I, I kind of get asked it a lot, and I'm, I'm assuming he kind of does too. So, um, you know, there's definitely that, that talk. But at the end of the day, at least how I look at it is, um, you know, there, that's a long way down the road. And especially personally, I have a lot that I have to accomplish and that I have to do and, and handle and take care of to, to make sure that that's even a possibility. You know, I, I got one more question. I got one more question. Mm-hmm. Give me a Nick Saban story. Well, tell me something about Nick Saban that nobody really understands because everybody sees him as this, you know, guy screaming on the sidelines and throwing headphones and stuff like that. What 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 have you learned about Nick Saban? Um, really, uh, I I say the story I have is, is on my official. Um, I was at his house and coming back, I drove with him back to to the university and um and really I feel like what people don't know is is especially when he's comfortable and kind of, you know, out of that intense football mode and, and in his kind of natural state element, um, you know, he, he can he can tell a story, and he'll go on and on, and he can he, he can he can talk about it. So he, he told me stories about his childhood, and, um, you know, you'd you think based off that kind of personality that you see on the field, he'd be, when it's not football, he'd be quiet or direct or straight to the point. But, no, he's actually funny. He'll go on and on. He'll go in detail. He'll He'll, he'll ask and answer questions. He he likes to talk a lot, so it's definitely something that I wasn't expecting when I first met him. But it, it's cool to kind of see that side of him. He doesn't drive himself, does he? He was that time. I don't really? know if that's. A, yeah, I'm not sure if that's an everyday thing, but um, but uh, he he was that time. How was he as a driver? He was good. He was good. He was in one of his one of his I think weekly Mercedes uh, since he owns the dealership down there. That must be nice. So okay, real quick, Bryce. Where do you think Justin Flo is going to sign on Wednesday? Do you have a prediction for us? Prediction? I think he's shocking the world and flipping to Alabama. He, well, not flipping, but he's coming to Alabama. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, every answer. Well, my next question was going to be, give us who Alabama finishes with. You got anybody else up your sleeve uh, for the Tide? Um, definitely some guys we're going after. Uh, you know, I'll keep them tucked away for now, but, uh, you know, hopefully we're, we're hearing some good news come Wednesday. Okay. All right, put in that future cast for uh, Justin Flo for Alabama. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Bryce. We will see you down in San Antonio. And uh, stay locked into Rivals.com. We'll have more interviews and more videos. Woody Womack and Mike Farrell here in New York City. We are joined on the phone by Rivals 100 defensive lineman Gervin Dexter, committed to Florida. Gervin, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us. We know, uh, boy, you've been committed to the Gators for a while. There's been a few ups and downs throughout the process. Just tell us about why you decided to stay committed, especially when we heard some rumors about Georgia, some other schools in the mix, uh, that you ended up sticking with the Gators. Uh, yes, sir. Just the um, impact I can make from uh, day one going to Florida, uh, definitely with the the defensive linemen that they're losing. And, yeah, just most uh, – and just being right here from Florida, and it been only two hours away, being able to stay home. Reverend, let me ask you about uh, Timothy Smith. He was – you know, he's a defensive tackle committed to Alabama. I know you're involved with uh, trying to get him to flip to, to Florida. What What are your thoughts on where he's going to end up, and, and how much do you want to play with him? Uh, yeah, it'll be – most definitely it'll be an uh, honor to play with him. Beside him, it'll, it'll free up a lot of double teams for me and uh, get some one-on-one and, and the inside with him. And then uh, right now I think <clears throat> what we have to see on Sunday, day, but right now I'm thinking he'll buy 75, 25. 75, 25, 75 Gators? Yes, sir, 75 Gators. That's what I'm hoping. All right, we're going to see about that one. i got to talk to you about your ranking because you 
have been the probably most controversial player that we've ranked all season long. None of your doings. Uh, but that fan base, the Florida fan base, really behind you as a potential five-star. You and I DM'd after your ranking came out. What do you think about all that stuff, and, and how much do you pay attention to it? Uh, I mean, uh, of course, it's all down my Twitter, but I try to stay away from it and just work on my game more and improving more. Of course, it's an honor to be even a three-star, four-star, five-star. So all of it is just an honor to me and uh, a blessing to me. So that's just how I feel. It isn't really a, a three and a four or a five star. It's all the same in, in my head. Just my name on the list is really a blessing to me. Uh, yeah, I had you. I I said you should be a five star. Mike said no. So that's that's absolutely not true. <laughs> <laughs> lying, and that's all he does is lie. So, and but I told you what to do, right? Go to Under Armour, kill everybody there, and everything will work itself out. So, Donnell yes, Harris, did you you talk to Donnell? Uh, I, I have I haven't talked to him much about recruitment. We 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 had a, a, a earlier relationship because uh, we played basketball together. But I haven't really uh, talked to him much about recruitment. I just let him know like because he's a young he's young. I just let him know like just do what's best for him and then just let him know that that's it really. What, what do you think about the way the Gators have seen to they seem to be out here poaching other schools' classes? I mean, it seems like we've had they put the guy from Tennessee already. Uh, they're trying to flip Donnell. They're trying to flip Tim. Uh, what do you think it is about, you know, Coach Mullen and the Gators that, that got guys really trying to change their mind here at the last minute? Uh, he just let them know, like, because a lot of the guys who, who's flipping is guys who's from Florida but going out of state to a different – so he's, he just showed them, like, stay in Florida with the same thing here or go out of town because, I mean, most of the time when you go out of town like that, it's going, and a, t- a Tennessee guy in the same position will probably get there heads up before the guy from Florida. So just let, he let him know, like, come here and stay stay, stay close, stay nearby. You got any other uh, predictions for us, something crazy that might happen with somebody you know down there in Florida? Uh, uh, I'm hoping uh, Morvin Joseph. You think you could get him too? Yeah, Morvin Joseph. And, and I feel good about Tim. Tim Smith. Give me, a, give me a good Dan Mullen story. You got any? What do you like? What do you mean by? Is he funny? Story? I mean, he doesn't. He seems to be an affable guy. Smile. Oh yeah, cause Mullen is real funny. Yeah. Funny uh, I got a story. Uh, this, this weekend. Make me uh, laugh. Make me, make me laugh, girl. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> nah, this. Oh, I got one. This weekend, uh, we were eating at the table, and he was uh sticking wings in his mouth, saying he won the uh the wing eating contest, and he. Sticking the wings and all the parents was looking at him like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> How many do you fit? I don't know, probably like four or five. <laughs> what? Now was he really cleaning? Was he really cleaning them off, or was he leaving a lot of meat on them? Nah, he was cleaning them off. He said he was a wing eating champion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how many? How many wings did you eat? Nah, he uh, he won. <laughs> he beat you. Yeah, he beat me. Oh man, Gervin Dexter, the most. Uh... What, what, what are you calling? Needle mover? Did yeah, needle controversial. Mover? controversial. Man, I got so much hate in my timeline. Did you see any of that? Uh, I see it a little bit, yes, sir. Isn't it embarrassing? Don't you feel bad for me? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, listen, you're going to arm wrestle Rock Cassidy. If you win, you get to be a five-star uh, at Under Armour. We'll get that on video. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. All right, Durbin, thanks for joining us. Good luck on signing day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. No problem. Thank you.